What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Mars, and it is a new year, y'all. It is 2023. I'm so excited. I turned 30 in 2022. I just got so much stuff. Had so much stuff going on in 2022, but I'm so excited for it to be a new year and to bring my new year in with y'all, you know, talking to y'all. I have conversations with people about different things, whether it be um, family members, friends, when I, I'm very expressive. So I have to always have fact or I don't have to always have facts, but throughout my life, people have just negated my words so much to the point where when I'm talking about something that I'm passionate about or something that I believe in, I usually like to have facts or information that I pulled from to explain or break down my thought process to the level of someone who doesn't really take my thought process or my words seriously. So I'm sitting here and I always talk about um, intent. What are your intentions? I have good intentions or you treat people with good intentions. You don't have negative intentions for a person to be shady or whatever the case may be because the, the, your intention begins as a thought and then that thought turns over into action. So for example, if you have the intent to be shady to a person, just know that when you act on being shady, you cannot control how the person that you're being shady towards reacts to your shade. It's not something, your intent to be shady is not going to be unnoticed. They're gonna notice that. There's no way that you can be secretly shady to a person unless you're doing it where they can't see you or you're doing it indirectly. So if you're making a statement that you know started in your head as a negative thought, that created negative intent. Now, if you allow that negative thought to come out of your mouth as an act, then you have to also realize that the law of attraction and the law of karma, that intent of negativity has to come back to you, especially when you had no reason to have such a negative intent for a person or a negative, um, something you, you wanted to purposely be shady or bring some sort of drama or negative result to, or negative feeling or negative emotion to the person that you were being shady towards. Um, so, so basically, like I said, intent begins as a thought. So what you think about yourself, what you believe about yourself, what you believe you can have, what is what you believe you can do, all of those things, you can make those things happen as long as you have the intent and the will to take that intent from thought to action. So having good intentions is not enough. Let me just say that. You having the intent to be a good friend to a person, but not taking any action to be a good friend to that person, those intentions does nothing, does nothing for them. Because intent is always followed by action.
So you can say, oh, I want to go, I want to become a, a, a nurse practitioner or however, I want to I be an RN. You can say, I want to be an RN. You have the intent to become an RN. You have that thought. Your intent to become an RN started as a thought. Now, if you don't take any action towards trying to become an RN, whether that be researching schools, trying to apply for um, financial aid or paying out of pocket or having working to get enough money to pay out of pocket or enrolling in school, um, going to school, all of those things are required or are needed in order to make your intent your reality. So when you intend to do something, it's like God kind of works with the law of the land and the world to bring the resources that you need forward to you so that you can make the necessary plans to become, to make whatever that intent is into your reality. So we're also given free will. You cannot allow your free will to overpower your intent because I would just suggest going to Luke 14 and reading Luke 14, 28 through 30 to give you a general breakdown and a general understanding on what it means to have good intentions or what intentions pretty much means and how it plays out and how it works for you. Things might seem pure to us, but God knows our motives. So you can smile in people's faces and say, yes, I'm your friend. Oh, I just love you so much. But in your heart, know that you don't have any good intentions for this person. It doesn't really matter. It, it, my life isn't going to be stunted by your negative intent for me. However, being that God knows your heart, you may want to look out and be a little bit more careful about what your intent is because you're going to have to answer to God about why you had negative intentions for a person when you were pretending and lying and being false to the person about what your intentions were. And Galatians 6 and 7, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside. You can fool everybody. You cannot fool yourself and you cannot fool God. So I was sitting up here talking to um, myself. <laughs> I was really just sitting here because I had gone through a situation where I have been throughout my life a, fig or a forgiving person, a forgiving person. I have given multiple chances and been put in situations where I should have walked away from people the first time they've done things to me or hurt me or brought harm to me or um, used me or abused me or just anything. I've always been a realistic person and always been the type of person to give another chance because I know that no one is perfect, neither am I. So I've always been willing to give a person the benefit of the doubt 
if something goes wrong or if, if they do something wrong to me or they say something wrong to me, I give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe they did not intend for a situation to play out a certain way. So I'm sitting here and I'm talking to myself about somebody's intentions because this person just claims to just, oh, I'm just so very fond of you. Oh, I just believe in you. I'm just, oh, I just, you're my friend. We're so much alike, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm sitting here one day because this person just continues to do things and come back around me and then do things to bring me mental harm or emotional harm. So I'm sitting here talking to myself and the word intentions just pops up in my brain. Even though I've known this word my entire life, I've, I know how to use it. I pretty much have a very good understanding of what intentions are and having good or bad intentions means. Right. But I'm, I'm so big on my own personal growth that I want to know, like, I feel like this. And I'm offended and I'm hurt by the fact that I know that this person has negative intentions for me. What does the Bible say about intentions, right? So because I'm on this spiritual journey and I'm not saying that I'm a saint, but the fact that I have the intent to want to know, I feel like is a great starting point or intermediate point in life to be where I'm, I have the will to know the genuine will to know. And so I seek the word of God myself without anyone trying to force their own religion, thoughts, any of those things on me. This is my own free will and intent and want to know what God says about intentions, right? So I pull it up. And the first verse I pull up almost made me run around my whole apartment. It's Proverbs 24 and 8. One who plans to do evil, men will call a schemer. Now, I will say schemer is not the word that came to mind when when thinking about this person that I feel like has negative intentions for me. Schemer is not the word that comes to mind. However, it makes it plain for me and gives me a better understanding on why I feel the emotional turmoil that I feel when being around this person because in the back of my mind I know that this person has negative intent for me right Hebrews 4 and 12 so it says for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart so that goes back to what I said You can pretend, you can go tell, shout from the mountaintops that I was such a, I really love this person. I don't know why she's, she's acting like I hurt her. I don't know why she's pretending that at this point they say I'm pretending. I don't know why she's pretending or making up stuff in her head that I just did her so wrong. I don't know why. You can tell whoever you want to tell that you have had good intentions for me and you didn't do anything wrong and you didn't have the intent to hurt me. I, the person who is being directly affected by your intent, is going to know. I don't care what other people think. I don't care how many people are on your side and feel like, oh, just don't worry about her. She doesn't deserve you. You're right. I don't deserve for people who I have good intentions for to come into my life and bring me negative negativity and stir up my spirit and cause me to be experiencing turmoil with, within myself, trying to figure out why I feel 
um, disturbed emotionally and mentally and spiritually when you're around me. God knows why. The, he in, in the Bible says greater is it, greater is he that is within me. So if he sees it, I'm, of course, I'm going to see it. Because the spirit of God lives through me and the spirit of God is not fooled by your facade of good intentions. And even if you do convince yourself that you have good intentions, your good intentions mean nothing if you don't turn those good intentions into action towards me. You get what I'm saying? So y'all just have to be mindful of how you treat people, even how you treat yourself. If you have good intentions for yourself and you don't take those intentions and turn those intentions into action, you are still failing and disappointing God, which is why you experience disappointment as well. You feel like, oh, I, I should have did this or, oh, I want to have these things. Or you, you, you feel convicted emotionally by the fact that you were not, you are not where you intended to be. So you have to still take those intentions and turn them to action because the intention in, in the Bible does say faith without works is dead. So if you have faith in yourself and faith in God that you will be or have or become, but you don't put any action behind any of that, then you are still failing yourself. Even with dating, I know a lot of y'all have heard the question just, uh, it sounds like just a general question, but it's very serious. Like dating, you want to ask a person in the beginning stages of that dating situation or that relationship, what are your intentions for me? If you don't have any intentions at all for me, then that's where, that's a red flag for me, at least. If you don't have any intentions, oh, I'm just going with the flow. Oh, I just, I'm just chilling. Or, you know what I'm saying? That means that you don't see any value in me being a part of your life past right now. So why would I have intentions on making myself available to you? Why would I have intentions on being this person for you um, of moral support, emotional support, um, spending time with you? Why would I have intentions for you when you're telling me, oh, I'm just chilling right now? But people are so fascinated with the idea of having someone that you all jump into this. Oh, I ain't going to say you all, but a lot of people jump into these relationships or these situations knowing that the person didn't have any intentions from them for them from the beginning. It was just something to do. And you're trying to fill a, fill a space. You're trying to put a person on a page in your life that you feel like it's supposed to be a part of your book or a part of that chapter. You feel like you're supposed to be in a relationship right now, or you ha you have the intent to be in a relationship so it doesn't matter if the person that you're wanting the person that is in your forefront isn't doesn't have the same intentions as long as they're giving you or pretending or they have giving you the facade of them having their those intentions you take that and you run with it even though you ask them what are your intentions for me and they say well I'm just going with the flow it's just certain flows you don't go with Because the flow of how your life and how God sees you does not operate in that way. You don't even see yourself or you didn't intend for yourself to be in a, in a situationship. You intended to make it known that you wanted to be 
in a committed relationship to one person. And that one person that you chose doesn't have the same intentions, which is why you're bothered. You're going through phones trying to see if he has those intentions for somebody else. You're popping up. You're being upset about a person not answering the phone for you. You're being upset about the person not spending time with you. Those things are stirring up something within you because they don't line up with your intentions for yourself. And you're doing yourself a dis you're doing yourself a disservice by even allowing yourself to remain in a situation that does not align with your intent for yourself. Because again, your intent begins as a thought and then um plays out as into action. But your intent can never become reality without action. So if you have the intent to be in a committed relationship with a man. And you allow a man who doesn't have that same intent to come into your life. And since you like him and he's cute to you and he spends money on you, you negate what your intentions are and try to force the action of a relationship on a person who didn't even want a relationship. And you wonder why you're so hurt and disturbed by how he treats you. You're, you wonder why y'all don't go out on dates. You wonder why it's so hard for you to get him to buy you flowers. You wonder why he's saying things to you like, well, if you like flowers so much, you buy your own flowers. Just be very careful and aware of what you do with your intent. Anything you put your mind to, anything you think in your mind, you can bring into your reality stop and and that's why you have to stop telling your dreams and goals and and all of those things to people who are small-minded who don't understand that the power of life and death is in your tongue so when you speak negativity you speak negative thoughts that becomes your reality it took me a long time to learn that It took me a long time to learn to not complain about things that you originally asked God for. Because some, just because you asked God for something doesn't mean you're going to get it in the way that you saw it in your head when you asked him for it. There's action that has to come behind that thought. And the action, you may not know what the action is until it presents itself. And then sometimes when that action that is required of you presents itself, it looks too hard for you to get. It, it looks too hard or it seems like it's going to take you too long or it you don't want to do it so much. So to the point where you realize that or you or you change your intent. I knew I wanted to become a nurse, but I, I also didn't want to have to go to school all these hours or all these years and study this hard. And, and, and so your negative thoughts create negative energy and negative emotions towards something that you originally had the intent on becoming. And you lose complete sight of what your first genuine heartfelt thought and intent was. And you don't even want it anymore. Or maybe you do still want it, but the fact that you have to put in so much work and action to get it causes you to double, causes you to doubt yourself or 
start to reevaluate if what your intent for your life was is really what you feel like you want anymore. Because you're running from the action. You're running from the work that you have to put in because everybody wants instant gratification. And T.D. Jakes had a, uh, um, did a sermon on that instant gratification. You want the results right now. Some people think that if they talk about the things that they want so much and they tell all these people that it's just going to miraculously come into their life without them having put forth any effort into making those things happen. You don't research what you need to do to start your business. You, you don't do anything that you feel like that you know you need to do in order to make that your reality, but you want that to be your reality. So you let your life pass you by and get mad at the people who did have the who did put forth the action to make th their intentions come true. I have people mad at me right now because I've said things to them that I know I wanted for my life and it came true and they don't know why or how. Or they didn't believe in me when I said it. So the fact that it's becoming true and they know that they had a similar conversation with me where they told me when we were having this conversation about what I wanted for my life, they also shared with me their dreams and goals and things that they want for themselves. But the difference between me and that person is, or me and those people is that I also outside of my intent for this to happen for me, put forth the effort to create action, which then reflects in my reality and you're wondering why her but you have to also realize that people don't have good intentions for you either so they the same way that they feel like if they say what they want for their life enough they feel like it will come true they also feel that way about the negative energy that they put out towards other people People feel like if they say these bad things about a person so much or if they tell enough people that this person is a bad person or they lie on this person enough and they try to assassinate this person's character enough that that's going to cause what they're, what they're saying is going to reflect in the person they're talking about reality. So you have to be able to read people and gauge what they're trying to get out of you. You know when a person is trying to genuinely get love out of you because they give you love. You know when a person is trying to genuinely give you shade because you feel it when they speak. The actions behind their words or the actions behind the thought that they had in their head about how they want to negatively cause you harm or emotionally cause you harm, they have to also make that in action, whether it be mistreating you, ignoring you, bringing bodily harm to you, threatening you. They know that you are not who they say you are. So in turn, they have to create an action for you to react to so that the reality of what they said about you reflects in your, in your behavior and your actions. So that they can be like, see, I told you she was crazy. Just be very careful, y'all. Be careful when you know for a fact. Be, trust yourself and know that when you can feel someone has negative intentions for you, don't try to convince yourself that you're crazy and, and maybe you just are reading it wrong. No. Nobody knows you better than you.
You know what you feel. And then I go a step further as to say, don't allow them, no matter what you do, don't even allow them to create that in your reality. Get, you have to get away from those kind of people. There's no talking to them and trying to change the narrative or change the way that they see how they want this particular situation to play out because they've already created it as their reality in their head as a thought. And if you can ever think anything negative at that point, I feel like you, you don't, if you, if you can think something negative for me and you want to turn it into action, I really have to get away from you because I don't have time because your negative thoughts and my positive thoughts don't align. So there's going to be turmoil anyway, but I don't want to be the one responsible for my reality, not becoming what I feel like, or I see for myself. So I'm just going to have to get away from you because if I have anything to do with it, I'm still going to have everything that I deserve or everything that I want for myself or everything that God wants for me been watching like um different sermons like all last year just like kind of getting more into learning what God wants for me so I need that word and different things to help drive and push me to keep going when at times where I may not feel like it or whatever but I have been watching these sermons and it just seems like Every time I turn it on, every time I turn it on, T.D. Jakes is talking to me. So, and I know he said this one thing about how we deal with people for similarity, but not for something. And then he gave this example of how you choose your friends and people that you allow to be in your life through superficial things that may not really matter at the time because you don't know these people. You just based your connection with them on things that you may have in common. Like your mom's name is Leanne and his name, his mom's name is Leanne. So y'all both moms got the same last name or y'all went to the same school or y'all are the same age or whatever the case may be. But then you form these friendships and you give so much of your emotional self to these people that you don't barely know. And you get in these situations to where you end up hurt and betrayed and not understanding how someone that you trusted and someone that you cared so much for and had so much love or like for could turn around and do something to harm you or hurt you or put you in a situation where you could be harmed or hurt. So you have to realize that when you pick people based off of superficial things, you can't get mad when you start to actually experience a person and find out through how they treat you what their intentions for you are because having good intentions is a character trait which is why a lot of times I will go to the end of the world to defend my character which I do know that sometimes my, my character could be misinterpreted or people can just straight up lie on you. So it, it's not a battle that you want to try to fight all the time. But I feel like if it's worth it to prove that you actually had good intentions for a person or for something for yourself, um, you have to meet that good intention with the action behind the intention. So like me, I can say, yeah, I started my podcast because I feel like I wanted to help people and I feel like um, the things I have to say may 
show other people a different way of understanding certain things that they may have been experiencing their entire lives, but may not really understand what it is they're experiencing or why they're experiencing the emotional reaction that they're having to something that they're actually experiencing. Because like I said, all of this is trial and error for everybody. So anyway, after I, so I got this idea in my head about this podcast episode and I'm like, okay, well I got good intentions. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm putting forth the intention. I'm going to record this episode. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get on it. I'm gonna do it. And then I'm keep putting it off, keep putting it off. And then I'm watching TV, just doing things that I really just, that don't really matter or that's not really mentally stimulating or fulfilling to me. And I keep hearing the word intention. I'm trying to catch up on the best man final chapters because everybody else didn't watch it during Christmas time. I'm watching it and on one of the episodes, I hear somebody say, stressing you out is not my intention. And then it brings me back to how things could be put in front of you. And when it's, when something is made for you, you won't be able to escape it. You won't be able to get, get away from it. And I, and I know that it's just a normal, just a generic word. And people probably use it more often than I think. And I didn't discover the word. I know that what I'm saying is you have to be very aware of everything in order for you to figure out what it is that you need to do in your life or how you need to move. Because when you are intentional about how your life turns out or, or the things that you have to do in order to make your life turn out in the way that you want to manifest, then you will realize that there are messages in everything. Your attention is needed in places that you don't even feel like it's needed. You, God may have put you in a room for you to hear a conversation that you never thought you would have heard and you didn't even want to come to that room. So if, if all of these things are being set up for me, on the back end where I don't even see what's going on. Why would I not just take my time to put forth the intention to get something done? Something that I said that I wanted. So I just want people to have good intentions. Don't be fooled by people who you know don't have good intentions for you and allow those people to come in and distract you from what the intentions that you have for yourself are. Because that happens too. It's called self-sabotage. Anytime that you know that you have good intentions to do something and make something happen for yourself, work hard, you have a goal that you're trying to meet, you have certain things that you want to get done, and then you allow yourself to be distracted or allow things to come in to upset you or discourage you from doing the things that you have already set out in your head and heart that you wanted to do, that's not fair to you. It's a new year. You can take control of your own life, take control of everything around you. If you realize that people don't have good intentions for you, it is not wrong for you to leave them alone because that's you putting your intentions for yourself first. And that's above all. You should be tired of being a doormat for people who you know don't really care much about anything besides if the doormat is going to be there for them when they come outside to step on when they feel like it, when their shoes get too dirty. Then I'm sitting here talking, I'm, I'm cooking dinner and I'm talking to my daughter. Um, she just playing around. I got her a hula hoop for Christmas. So she's in the living room, like trying to practice hula hooping or whatever. And she don't know how to do it. It's kind of hard to try to teach a kid how to hula hoop too. So, 
you you gotta understand me to understand me. But anyway, so she's in there trying to hula hoop and she just burst out and says she just falls on the floor and she's like, Huh, I just wanna give up. And I'm like, You don't gotta give up, baby, you just keep trying. And she's like, But I need to. And that made me feel like like that I'm talking to my child, but I'm talking to my inner child. Because it's a lot of times where you may feel like you're not good at something or you may feel like you don't, you just don't have that drive to do something. So it must not be meant for you. It's not that it's not meant for you. It's that you just sometimes get to the point where you feel like it's not for you because you're not good at it. Or you may just, it, it may be too hard for you from what it looks like. But just because something is hard for you that's unfamiliar to you doesn't mean that you give up on yourself all because it's unfamiliar. Sarah Jakes, her New Year's, um, and it's so crazy that I put this episode off for me to watch all of this stuff, and I didn't even purposely put it off to wait for me to watch this. It's just how I know it was meant. Sarah Jakes, she did a New Year's sermon on New Year's Day, and she talked about being on the world that's in between unfamiliar um, and familiar. So something foreign and familiar, I'm sorry, something that's foreign and familiar. So for example, like I said about my baby, hula hooping is foreign to her. She's six years old. She's never done that in her life. Maybe when I was six years old or I had picked up my first hula hoop, I didn't know how to do it either. But just because I'm stuck in between being familiar with it and it being foreign to me, I shouldn't just stay in a place where I'm just not going to do something because it's not familiar to me. Foreign is good because once I learn that or once it becomes familiar to me, then that puts me in a whole different realm of education. I know more about myself that I was able to learn how to do this. I know about know more about what it is that I was trying to learn. And I know more effect, more about the fact that if I don't give up on things and just bow out so easily because it's hard or it's difficult or I don't feel like it, if I have good intentions to do it and I want to do it and I care enough to make it happen, I can do it. I just have to keep that same intention and put forth energy towards it every day. That's why I was saying, y'all, you have to realize and know, like figure out what your intentions are with yourself because intentions are learned through different various things like emotional connection to a person, including yourself. If you're not emotionally in tune with yourself or have any high value or care for yourself, you're not going to have good intentions for yourself. You're going to allow yourself to be in places that you don't, you know, you don't belong right place, wrong time type situations. And if you don't have a good connection with somebody else, then your intentions for them may be overshadowed by instead of you having operating from a place of good intentions your or even not even the fact that you don't have a genuine connection with them but if you have negative energy for a person that could also have an effect on your intentions negativity breeds negativity positivity 
breeds positivity. So if you have negative emotions for a person, more than likely you're going to have negative intentions for a person, which will cause you to do malicious things and be hurtful to someone that may not even have an issue with you or to someone who may have great intentions for you. And it goes, goes all the way back to the fact that you don't have good enough intentions for yourself to where you can see when a person has good enough intentions for you too. Because everything that you see for yourself is negative. So therefore, everybody you encounter, even though these are the people that you chose, some reason you may think that they have something negative for you. And sometimes you can be right. If you feel like somebody has negative intentions for you, that may very well be true. But it's up to you to let your intentions for yourself overpower what you feel like they have for you because nobody can control you. You don't have to deal with anything you don't want to deal with. You don't have to be bullied. You don't have to be put down. You don't have to be manipulated into anything or out of anything. Ultimately, your decisions and the intentions that you have for yourself determine your destiny. So it's a very good idea to work on having good intentions and setting goals for yourself that wakes up your resilience, that wakes up your persistence, something that gives you that drive for you to just want to keep going and, and doing it, even though it may not be going the best or even though you don't know what's on the other side of this effort or that this action that you're putting forth. But as long as you have the intention to make something happen and your intention is aligned with what you want, then there's no way that it can't happen for you. Evaluate where you are in life and what matters to you the most. And and that's how you set goals for, that's how you set your intentions for what you need to do to make your goals and the things that you want to manifest a reality ways that you can set intentions is to just get a clear focus on whatever it is that you want to do if you have this grand plan that you want to make five hundred thousand in a year you cannot be focused on who does not have $500,000? You got to be focused on how you're going to make $500,000 in 12 months. What do you need to do? Where do you need to be to make $500,000 a year? Focus. Tunnel vision type focus. Focus on yourself and, the, and your goals. Write them down so you can look at them. So you can know they're there. Because it's easy to get on Facebook or social media, TikTok, especially TikTok, and get to scrolling and just lose complete focus of what you were planning to do or what you even went on your phone for. It didn't happen to me one too many times. Two, the second way to set intentions that could really help you and actually help make them a reality or help make your goals a reality is to commit to a length of time for working with this intention. So if you know that you have goals that you want to meet, the goal becomes a lot more real when you have a deadline, because when you have a deadline, that gives you a set date for you to have made 
X, Y, and Z amount of things happen in order to get to the goal that you're trying to get to. So you know for a fact with that deadline that all of these things have to be done before this date, which also gives you um, something, a task. It adds a task or a list of tasks to the goal that you have to create, which at that point has to awaken your intentions. You have to have the intent to get up and do every single thing that you have set forth to meet that goal. You have to have the intent to do it, to make that goal happen. Then you just have to remind yourself every day that this is your intention. These are the things that you want to do. This is what you want to have make happen for you. I have maybe I ain't gonna say a thousands, but I have lots of intentions. And with the, the drive that I have and the mindset that I have, I'm going to make every single one of the intentions that I have or the goals that I have, I'm going to make every single one of these goals that I have come become my reality. So I may have people looking at me crazy. Like, you know, it's a lot going on, but I'm working on being intentional about the things that I say that I want for myself. And I'm going to stop telling myself that I can't have these things all because I want other things too. No, I can have all of it. And that's what you should feel like. But the only way you're going to feel like that and the only way it's going to even look like that is to you is if you put forth some type of effort and have the intentions on making those things happen. You have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? That's what I've been doing the past couple of years. Why did I move back to Dallas? Where do I want to be in the next three years? Why did I get upset when this particular situation didn't turn out how I wanted it to? Because I wanted X, Y, Z to happen instead. And those, when you have those conversations with yourself and talk to yourself and talk yourself through everything, because all it is is a conversation with yourself, with God, with the task at hand, you just have to figure it out. Nothing is, is not to be figured out. There is a solution for every problem. You just have to be intentional about the fact that you want to have a solution to that problem. Now, if you have a problem that you continue to experience and you keep complaining about the problem, but, and and you may even know some of the goals that you need to set in order to get rid of the problem that you're experiencing, that you don't want to be experiencing, but you don't put forth the intention to remove the problem or change your behavior to help remove the problem or to even put forth the energy to solve the problem with the tools that you already feel like you have in order to solve the problem, then you're going to always have the problem. I cannot say that my ankle hurts, but I'm not going to the doctor. Well, your ankle going to keep hurting. Well, I know I can, um, I know I got some, these home remedies that I can look up to um try to see if I can get rid of it that way because I don't really want to go to no doctor. Get some phone, scrolls on Facebook until you fall asleep. No home remedies, no solution to the problem, and you woke up and your ankle's still hurting. And now you're mad. Oh my god, man, my ankle still hurt. 
Well, you, you didn't do nothing to try to make it stop hurting, did you? What you thought you were going to do? Go to sleep and wake up and it was just all going to be all gone. And true enough, we know that it might happen. But <laughs> we talking realistically. That was just an example. A very minute example. So don't get your underwear in a wide about the fact that maybe the pain could go away. That's rare. But like I said, you just got to keep asking yourself why. Why do you, why, why is this happening? Why do I want this so bad? Why am I not dedicated to it? Why am I procrastinating? Why did I give myself such a short deadline? Just why? As long as you continue to ask yourself questions and try to figure out what it is, you're, that's you working your intention. That's you putting forth the energy and the effort to at least attempt to figure out a solution to your problem or uh, a way to your goal that you're trying to get to. And you don't got to know. It's everybody everybody want to be a billionaire. Everybody want to be a millionaire. It's people all over the world that want this money. And it's a lot of money. It's out here. It's out here. And it ain't got no names on it. But the, what's the, the thing that's going to separate the people who going to get it from the people who ain't is the ones who got intentions to go get it. In order to become the 1%, you got to do what the 99 other percent want. They getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Y'all don't think that that's realistic. But I'm telling you, people doing it. Successful people, people doing it and going to work full days and still going to bed same time as you every night. They doing it. And they happy about it. They have good intentions for themselves. And that's one of the goals that I want to set for myself because I don't get up on time. But I want to start, so because I want to start incorporating like um, working out in my routine and just other little things that I want to do to get me prepared for my day, like journaling and stuff like that. And so I think that I'm going to this year for one of my new year's resolutions. What my main new year's resolution is to do all things with good intentions. And as long as I know that I have good intentions to make things happen for myself, that's going to allow me to stay motivated and, put forth the energy to make the things happen for myself that I want to make happen. But I definitely want to start getting up earlier, working out, um, writing, planning my days out a lot better because I have, it's so crazy how I can function in the most of dysfunctional time frames. but um, I definitely want to get more work-life balance and just like better with my time management. So that's something I'm working on for 2023. But y'all just have good intentions, man. And just know that everybody does not have good intentions for you. So if you know that there are people out here in the world that don't have good intentions for you, you always got to be on your P's and Q's and make sure at least you have good intentions for you. Because at that point, you're only responsible for you. We were all born along with some of us. But point is, we only responsible for ourselves at the end of the day. Nobody is responsible for you. No, I, I watched this TED talk. This lady said, nobody's coming. Nobody's coming to do all the hard work for you. Nobody's coming to 
put forth the effort into making the things that you want to happen for your life happen for you. Nobody is coming to do it for you. I promise you, you will look up and all that time that you spent waiting on somebody to come, people going to be the moved on. All right. And you're going to be in the same space you were when you first start waiting. Nobody's coming. Have good intentions for yourself. Believe in yourself. Set goals. Don't burn yourself out um, because it's a marathon, not a race. So, you know, y'all just stay motivated for 2023. Doing episodes every two weeks on Fridays. Um, so we will have special guests this year. We'll have season two starting in March, I believe. Season one is not over. I'm just kind of giving y'all a recap of what's to come. But yeah, it's going to be dope. And I'm so excited for what 2023 has to offer all of us. I can't wait to meet whoever it is that are going to be my special guest this year. Because it's about to go up. I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling the new energy. And I'm feeling like I can do anything, like Beyonce and Jay-Z said. So, I'm excited. I'm real excited. If you want to be a guest on Mars Season, the podcast, you can always shoot me a DM. My Instagram is mars.szenn, mars.season, same as my TikTok. Um, so if you want to be a special guest, you want to be featured, um, anything on my podcast, or if you want me to be a special guest on your podcast, because you know we can collab, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, let's. Turn up for 2023, y'all, because these years are flying by, and I don't know about y'all, but I did enough watching other people live and, and turn up and, and have nice things I'm about to be having this year. This the year. This the year. So, y'all stay tuned. I cannot wait to catch up with y'all another time. I really want somebody to come over here, come off here. I'm trying to get it to where y'all can call in while I'm actually recording because I think that would be dope. So I may have to switch to like live recording or something. But it's like I said, trial and error. We're going to figure it out in 2023. We're going up. And I just want to thank all my supporters, everybody who has listened thus far. Um, drop a comment, a like, you know, follow me on Instagram or TikTok. And it's Mars season, all season. And we out.